the book of Luke chapter 19 introduces us to a life of a man called Zacchaeus. In the life of Zacchaeus, the issues of both money and influence take center stage. Christ speaks to Zacchaeus and he comes into his house, despite the fact that he is an influential man whom the Bible says was extremely wealthy. That entire chapter of Luke chapter 19 introduces us to very important words that Jesus spoke when he says, occupy until I come. Those were important words then and they are still important words now, which I believe fundamentally that as the church of Jesus Christ, we need to understand what the implications of that statement are for us today. And to talk about that important aspect of how we as believers can occupy, particularly in the marketplace, we are so honored and so fortunate to have someone who is no stranger, both to influence and to money, the Reverend uh, Julian Kula. Thank you so much for having us and for being here today, sir. Thank you, Mutamba. Thank, Thank you. It's such a joy to be here. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. I'm so glad you are the one who's going to be answering all the different <laughs> questions. <laughs> so we are really just here to learn and to dig deeper into scripture to understand fundamentally, Rev, what um, Jesus meant when he mm. said, occupy until I come. And I think before we get there, you know, you are a very influential person someone who has inspired many um, that God has used not only in ministry but also in the marketplace. Mm. And I find that um, as believers there tends to be quite a tension mm. that exists in terms of how we interpret both uh, wealth and influence. And I've always been interested to understand what is the source of this tension? Mm. Um, and in your experience in the marketplace as well as church as well, why is it that believers are uncomfortable right. with the idea that we ought to have, as the Bible, you know, the scriptures say, both great wealth and influence? Mm. What has been your experience of that? Thank you so much, Natamba. And first of all, I think you are more than capable of answering this. <laughs> I was watching you answering no. so amazingly <laughs> some marketplace questions on the interview that you had. Um, I'll give you some thoughts. I don't know if I'm correct in them but this is what I've seen yes as I've dealt with the marketplace in 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 essence over time cultures get created yeah. and, and cultures are dependent on uh, so many things there's so many things that influence culture yeah and so we've been very heavily trained mm. on spiritual matters yes and so our culture particularly in Africa, has yeah. um, there's been a tendency or a bent towards that one angle, which is spirituality. Yeah. Um, but when you look at somebody like Daniel, the Bible talks about the spirit of excellence that mm. was on Daniel. Mm. So from a spiritual perspective, there's yes. actually an excellent spirit. Yes. What does that mean? Yeah. And then it says God gave him wisdom, mm. understanding, mm. skill, knowledge these are all you know different levels of yeah. um of expression yeah and therefore we do have a kingdom culture yeah so so if i go to school and only learn english yeah the day i'm introduced to algebra it will yeah. be strange exactly and anything that is new mm -hmm. is fought by the old mm -hmm. <laughs> and the old here meaning what i've become 
cultured by. Yes. And therefore, what we must ask is that, are we really able to say that we have in this kingdom of God mm. imbibed the whole understanding of the full counsel mm. of God, or has it been partial counsel? I'm with you. And so I'm going to use some two long words here, but they're very simple. Mm. So my, my, my orthodoxy, which is basically how I have been taught yeah. to praise God yeah. is going to influence my orthopraxy, which yeah. is how I express myself yeah. Yeah. to God. Yeah. And we've not taught that work is worship. Mm. We've been taught That's if I lift one. up my hands on a Sunday morning and I feel goosebumps at the one. back of my neck, mm. this is really worship. But work is worship. Do you think, because I don't want us to lose that important point you're making, work is worship, that it's it, it it's almost reminiscent of you know the whole discussion around the secular and the sacred right and the fact that there are aspects of life that we say if i go to my job that has nothing to do with church yeah that's secular yeah and then you know the sacred is you know your classical worship that do you think that debate is still that that and, and again just back to what have I been cultured? Yeah. What has been taught? And so yeah. that's where the disconnect is. Right. I really believe after traveling yeah. to a few African countries versus different parts of the world. And you know, when you go to Pakistan, you'll yeah. see what is being taught by, there's a, there's a wave of God happening in Pakistan. Yeah. So evangelism was a very strong um, peace and play because God was gathering us. Yes. But we've not stopped to ask, why was he gathering us? Mm. <laughs> What happens after the gathering? Mm. You can't just mm. fall in love with being gathered. Yes. God never gathers his people in vain. Yes. So we must step into this next part. Why were mm. we gathered? Yeah. What's supposed to happen? Exactly. Are we supposed to continue gathering the way our fathers did? Exactly. And that doesn't mean evangelism should stop. It yeah. just means then what's the role now of yeah. the apostolic grace, the prophetic Amen. grace, the teaching grace, and the pastoral Amen. grace. And I do believe Africa Amen. has come into a time of discipleship which Amen. heavily falls under that apostolic and teaching office and Amen. pastoral to start helping us sit down, Amen. calm down yeah. and learn. It's mm. boring to have a triple uh, chemistry class in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's very boring, but that's how we learn. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and I think Christians must open themselves up to say, I'm now ready yeah. to learn the boring stuff. Rev, I, I'm loving, I'm loving the, the direction that this is taking because um, your life is just a practical example of the fusion yes. of these, you know, two elements, I want to say, of our faith. It's almost right. like parallel streams. Right. However, God has chosen people like yourself. Mm. Um, you are a founder and a senior pastor at Purple Center Church here right. in Nairobi, um, a serial entrepreneur. You have done things at an amazing scale. Mm. However, you know, the strength of the conviction of your faith and the calling of God upon your life is just absolutely phenomenal and amazing to watch. And I think there are people who are hesitant mm. about coming to the faith mm. who have been established in their respective sectors because they are unsure. Like when I get born again, does it mean that I now <laughs> right. do I do I scale down on, on the influence that God has given me? Um, the other thing that I find is that 
depending on the level at which we pitch the gospel, right. if it does not become all-inclusive, there are people who have a perception of faith that will say if they're at a particular level, mm -hmm. they might not be able to fit. If, if the scale of what we do does not match um, the kind of people that God wants to bring into the kingdom, then right. there's a disconnect, which is why the story of Zacchaeus is quite important. Right. And I'd like you to tell us, how did you resolve the tension within yourself and say, you know what, this is my understanding of the gospel. I mm. am not going to apologize for being successful or wealthy or whatever it is. Right. These things God has given all of them and I'm going to flow in all of them. How did you resolve that tension within you and how can we help those watching in terms of how to do it? That's such a deep question. <laughs> I'm trying to break it down. Thank you. Um, first, it's always been, you know, to the glory of Yahweh for Amen. what's happened in my life and I'm still learning. I still Amen. have so much tension in November and I'm still trying to figure so many things out, but I've learned to do it afraid. Yeah. And when I say yeah. afraid here, not the spirit of fear, yes. afraid from a reverential perspective Amen. that God, I never want these things to ever take over. Yes. And, and it started with practice as a young person that things I felt attached to. I mean, mm. I was, I had a pretty large church on, on one of our assemblies here and, mm. and and you know people would come and say oh my goodness this church mm. is doing so well yeah look at all the people coming here look at all the cars and you know and yeah. I was nodding and then one day God <laughs> one day God and I had a conversation and yeah. he asked me what's what's all this pride you're wow. building up about this you think this is your accomplishment wow. give this church away to your son wow. I said this is not the voice of God <laughs> You rebuked. <laughs> I was rebuked. I handed over the church. Wow. And I went to start from scratch at another church because I've wow. practiced never allowing. God told me once, the day one shilling mm. and one billion are the same to you, mm. I'm ready to give you wealth. Oh, that is... Because if I can, if I can trust you, look at what he did with Abraham. Mm. Took his son all the, Abraham took his son all the way up. Mm. And I keep telling people that other lamb that appeared, the ram that appeared, didn't mm. come by magic because people think mm, that you know the angel came. Nowhere. No, while while Abraham was going up, the the ram was going up on the, on other, the other side, side but he couldn't see it. Mm. And this is why I encourage people to do their best to finish because it's mm. only at the finish that you'll really discover oh, what God was up to. So he amen. gets up there, lifts up his knife to sacrifice his son. God mm. says, "Stop! Mm. Now I know," oh, wow. which means. We all have to have a now I know moment with God. Mm. Now I know I can trust you in mm. billions. Amen. And he says, if I cannot trust you with unrighteous mammon, how will you be trusted with true riches? Amen. Money is not the ultimate. There's another, there's another level called true riches. And, and wow. we haven't, coming back November to culture, wow. we have not yet entered. One kingdom champion in Africa reaching true riches dimension wow. will, will shock the world. Wow. So we haven't yet touched on the true riches so mm. so we we must be cultured right wow. and we must access the discipleship and discipline which is where that word comes from to yeah. be able to achieve that good so that we can do good for the kingdom because because wow. there's no church that runs for free yes. there's no evangelism crusade that is free yes. it costs money to do these things yes. and we must find ways it, it costs money to build a Goshen wow. because I believe God's putting in a lot of kingdom champions hearts now to build cities not Amen. just churches we have to think of the whole ecosystem Amen. so i say that to say 
I'm kept humble by realizing we haven't even started. Amen. This is nothing compared to what we will see in a short time Amen. and what our children will do. Because the best expression of a father is That's seen amazing. through sons, through sonship. The yeah. best expression of God was seen through Jesus Christ. The best Amen. expression of David was seen when he handed over to, to Solomon. The best Amen. expression of T.D. Jakes was when he handed over to... The, the greatest expression a father mm. can have mm. is when they see the children taking oh, over beautiful. to build bigger than they ever built. That is the culture. That's a kingdom culture. Amen. <laughs> wow. I don't know where to begin with that. <laughs> if we're in church, we'd take a praise break. <laughs> Whoa, that is... But I love what you're saying because it also means there is a level of spiritual depth yeah. that the individual that God uses yeah. must have. Because if you're having the conversation with yourself and you are going back to the foundational principles of humility, mm. of understanding who called you, mm. of understanding the purpose for which you have been sent. Mm. So there is a bedrock and there is a foundation which I think, you know how the scriptures say, let each man take care how he builds right because if that foundation is weak yes you will discover when you are at your highest mm. that actually there are things within your foundation right. that were not there in order to support the heights Absolutely. to which god wanted to take Absolutely. you so what can we say to the people um rev who are saying I, I sense this call, but there is still the tension within me because of how I have been cultured, mm -hmm. um, because of the environment that I am in, people right. who are wealthy or influential, this is how they are viewed. And I right. am not sure how to position myself within this context. How do we speak to them and encourage them? I'll say something that almost sounds controversial, but I'll say it anyway because I know it's biblical. There must be a... Um, a sincerity if if I want to become the greatest surgeon on earth mm. and maybe the only place I can learn is at a particular hospital in South Africa mm. I must expose myself to the professors in mm. that hospital to become what I mm. must become mm. I think people should start opening up including us pastors mm. to allow people not to eat all kinds of diet mm. but to be exposed to their Mm. to their trade I hear you that that I should be fine if yeah. somebody has an apostolic grace that lifts people in business to allow the people under me to be exposed to that Amen. and and that's going to take a mind shift from yeah. us because remember God is in the training business he's Amen. in the training of sons Amen. and and because God's glory is in the begetting of sons so we must first open up our hearts and minds for exposure Amen. what does exposure do Exposure gives you a picture. Okay. And when you see a picture, and I know we'll talk about that another time when we're dealing with um, some of the great meetings God is bringing in our midst, every time God gives you a picture, mm. so if I leave here and I go to, say God gives me the heart and I go to Dubai and I mm. see this picture and I'm like, oh my God, this mm. is kingdom. Mm. This is a way that we can live as Christians mm. and actually create ecosystems. Mm. The reason he took me there is not mm. so that I come back and buy a big car, but build a big house for myself. Mm. Every exposure God gives is to give you a picture because oh, God amen. speaks to us pictorially. Amen. And when you see that picture and you have that much, you've got to expose yourself yeah. to understand. That's why he'd give Nehemiah a picture of yes. how King Ataxis does his things. Yes. That's why 
people talk about Joseph was sold into slavery. Yeah. Actually, no, Joseph was sold into civilization. Mm, and and by the time and exposure. Mm. So 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 how do you see these other cultures and mm. and build God's culture on yeah. top of those cultures because it is the highest in yeah. the mountain, um, uh, this this mountain of the Lord is the highest. Zion yeah. is the highest mountain. So how do we yeah. make sure we bring those cultures? So I'll say that we have a lot to do. Amen. We have a lot of unlearning to do. Amen. And we have a lot of kingdom learning to do. Amen. So we must, one, expose, get exposed. Two, we must do. Mm. This is no longer the time to talk. Yeah. Because the vision does speak. And I think yeah. the time has now come for visions to speak louder than people. Amen. You know, this Amen. we are always going to do. We shall see. You shall see. Eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Let us see. <laughs> Let us see. Don't tell yeah. me about your faith. Yeah. Show me your faith. Amen. Right? And this is where I feel we've come to as African. Let me say this. I The tension you asked earlier came from a place where I was asking a very, very pertinent question. Why did God gather us? Why is the most evangelized continent in the world the one with the highest infant mortality rate, yeah. the one with the worst health structures, yeah. the one with the worst education curriculums, the one with the most corruption, the one with most theft? Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. I'm, I'm confused because mm. you cannot talk about a kingdom of God mm. and at the same time equate it with this. We must be honest, Motemba, and say, Something's missing. Something's, wrong. Something's missing from the diet. Mm. I can't say I'm eating healthy mm. when all I have in my diet are just beans. Mm. Mm. The, the kingdom of God does have, we mm. do have a culture that includes mm. how we walk, how we sit, how we talk. It's in Psalms chapter one. And mm. what are we supposed to do in Africa? So mm. could it be mm. that there was a season mm. for gathering? Mm. Now people have been gathered and there's instruction that's been given and now people have to go back and do. Mm. That's where I believe we are. Amen. But we can't fall in love with being gathered. Yeah, and not <laughs> follow through on the purpose of, gathering. of that gathering. Mm. That's so powerful, Rev. I just, you know, we could, we could really continue with this, but I know that we've got another more interesting yes. conversation coming up. And I do want us to pray just shortly, mm. especially for people who are feeling that nudge mm. that says we've been gathering, I've been empowered, yeah. I've been pumped up. And I feel like I'm now ready to take that step to actually do um, what it is that God has put in my mm. heart. Can we just pray with them just for a few minutes sure. and then we'll close? I would love that. Thank you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to release this grace yes, for boldness and courage yes, for Lord. taking steps in the right direction. Your word tells us that we will hear a voice that will say, this is the way, go ye in it. Yes, May that voice become louder, clearer, mm. crystal clear to those that are under the sound of this recording and this program. And Father, may the words we have just shared here between Miltemba and I, Father, be established in eternity yes, in accordance with your word, Amen. that people Jesus. will rise in this continent and begin to do your word tells us that Jesus began to teach and to do. Yes, there is a correlation between our hearing, mm. our speaking, and our action. Yes, Father, may we be people that put into practice what we speak as we have seen from you. Thank you for the privilege to speak to your children mm. and even to touch base with them right now in their spirits. Grant them that boldness that you gave Joshua. Yes, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you amen. so much. Well, 
Satan Church Online, you heard it for yourself that the scriptures exhort us to occupy until Christ comes. So inspired and so challenged. Please continue engaging with the content and give us feedback, comment, um, and we hope that you are blessed. And for Seatam Church Online, I am Notemba Kula.